I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Of a week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. It's a shame. It's a sin. I don't care. That's the way it's always been. Drop that flag. Pack it in. Tell you something. Episode 148 of Throw the Flag. I can't be right. Can't Something be like right. That. Can't be right. Too high or too low? <laughs> ah, it just can't be right. We never get it right. So why? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what? Yeah. New Year, new us. New That's Year, new true. us. Is this actually the first episode of the... Um, we're sitting so close to each other. We are. We're sitting mm. so close. Um, uh, is, this, is this the first episode of season four? No, that's after the championship. It's game. after the championship. Yes. Okay, the season finale... It is, this is the season Welcome finale. to the season finale of the season three season finale of right. Throw the Flag. It is the first episode of the new year. New year, new us. Like new year, new us. 2020. How many times do you think I'm going to involuntarily like move away from you and this headphone is going to come out of one of our ears? Uh, probably at least three times. We're playing a real tug of ear today. We are. Um, so the equipment that we purchased uh, to connect with Hankins did not work, so mm -mm. Creel and I are sharing a pair of headphones. Very close. Like Very a close. couple of 7th graders checking out the new Alanis Morissette record kind of. on the old 7th graders Barcelona. are listening to Alanis Morissette. Well, back in no, 1995 you, or so. No, you, when you were in the 7th uh, grade. Yeah. On the bus. Yeah, sure. Lannis Morissette, you're sharing some headphones. I'll check out that. these cool tracks. She's really speaking to me on a philosophical level. Mm -hmm. I want to blow... Uncle fucking Joey in the theater too. Man, when in seventh grade English, Mrs. Crackle asked us for uh, to bring in uh, popular culture examples of contradiction, fellatio in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought in hand in my pocket from Alanis Morissette. Hmm. Wait, no. You didn't, you didn't do brother? ironic, which is full of contradictions? Oh, yeah. Maybe I should have done that. No, no, no. A hand in my pocket. I'm it's, I'm this, but I'm that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I've got one hand in my pocket, and the other one's flashing a peace sign. Oh, how did you get away with that big chicken shit? No, oh, yeah. That's what that's. I think. This is not cold dog soup. Get the okay, football. Okay, okay, football. Hankins, Hankins is, uh, I did this. First, first of all, I did this. <laughs> I want everybody to understand this is my fault. Hankins, before we get into football, is 2020 <coughs> one of them years that we got to care about soccer? Like, is there going to be some big tournament? No, Six, no 10, you guys are fine. 14, 18, you guys 22. Are fine. <sighs> 22. But the Olympics is coming around, right? Like, there's going to be a little bit of soccer in that, right? Six, be, 10, 10, 14, 18, 22. No, no, no. That's Tokyo this year. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Um, do you... Okay, so we have a lot to go through because it's bowl season and we took last Look, week off. I'm going to hear... I'm going to say this, Sean Majors. Hit me, You dog. have done the work. 
You have produced an outline, a script. We're rolling into 2020 prepared, rested, relaxed, and ready. I say you start at the top and we just start fucking giving some flaming ass takes. <laughs> new year, new us. Uh, Washington State beat uh, Boise State 38-7 in the Las Vegas Bowl. It's not uh, Washington State, it's Washington. Why did I say Washington State? I don't know. Why did I write Washington well, it State? it is a state. So many uh, oh, errors. Man. First error in the first game. Oh my god. <laughs> This is rough. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hit F seven on this. So, uh, Chris Peterson gets a, a win in his final game as a, a head coach. Um, is he going to be back? Eh. Don't care. Don't care. Everybody. Everybody always comes back. He's and and in this in this time this drought of coaches that we have. Somebody's going to give Chris Peterson. They're going to talk to him, and he's going to say, "Yeah, I was out for a year. I'd rather I'd rather coach than not coach." My wife is up my ass about the fucking patio. I'm out of here. <laughs> well, you know, you got to like fucking outfit your patio. You, you got to weather guard it. And all maybe that some stuff. nice outdoor indoor plants mm-hmm. that you bring in when like it's too cold outside. Um, yeah, he's like 53, and that mole's got to be serviced probably every year. So. Um, Speaking of moles getting service, did you watch that new TLC show? Ooh, my feet are killing me. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's a real Doctor Pimple Popper. It's part a spinoff, two. sort of. Ugh. A sister sister show. When I say I lasted thirty two seconds, I lasted thirty two seconds mm-hmm. before I climaxed. Um, the <laughs> UCF beat Marshall forty eight to twenty five in the Gasparillo. Gasparilla. 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 Uh, so shout out to uh, producer of Cold Dog Soup. Cassie, read more, read more, read more, read more. Because mm-hmm. now I always say gazpacho from a long conversation that we had. A long-standing joke that we had about the Gasparilla Bowl, which is from the Gasparilla Parade, which takes place in her hometown of Tampa, Florida, which explains everything. Oh, she's from Tampa? No, she lived down there at that time. It's where her dad's from. Oh, shit. So is uh, Jean, friend of the show. She lets that free bird fly. Oh, man. Go Bucks, huh? Um, what is Gasparilla? Isn't it a flower? I think it's just a a herb or something. It's a tool. I think it's a flower. It's a car. I don't think it's a car. I think in Tampa it's probably roosters. It's probably some sort of variation of a rooster that just runs the streets of Tampa. (laughs) Well, congratulations to congratulations to uh, the Golden Knights on their third consecutive national championship. That's pretty good. It's pretty good run. Yeah. And how do they do that? Well, there's like three games. Uh, Louisiana. I did see. I did see at the Citrus Bowl, and we'll get to more of this when we get to that game. But as soon as you guys messaged me, "Hey, how many UCF shirts have you seen?" I guess I started paying attention. They were everywhere. One guy was wearing a shirt that said "Undefeated, Undisputed, National Champion." A thousand percent disputed. Um, even even if you I take us know. away, I didn't. I didn't hear anybody <laughs> else disputed. That shirt is right. They put it's the gospel. They put the fucking logo on their police cars. That is the height of embarrassment. Like campus Public police, dollars. Campus uh, police or city or fucking city Orlando, Orlando, city of Orlando. Wow. It was probably campus police. I'm making mm-hmm. that up. Um, Independence Bowl action, and I use that term lightly. Uh, Louisiana Tech beat Miami 14 to nothing. Uh, I know Miami. The program has gone so far downhill in the past. Six to eight years. Uh, is this the lowest point for Miami football? Nah, in the 90s, they were even worse. After they lost to Alabama, they went on sanctions and lost scholarships. They almost they almost closed the program up in the 90s. Like they I'm were, really? going to they were disagree a whisper away. 
with Freezer, which is rare that I ever disagree. Wow. Mm. Wow. Um, at least in the 90s, like you said, it was all sanctions and it was all bad boy the you stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's at least on brand for them. There's none of that now. No. They're just a bad football team. Like, this is this is closer to what they were pre-Schnellenberger when they just basically didn't. Well, hell, they didn't exist. Yeah. Um, but this is more of just insignificance. That's what, like, at least when they were down before, it was, oh, the mighty Miami has fallen. What will happen? Now it's like, oh, yeah, there's another team in Florida. La Tech, guys? Yeah. La Tech? Louisiana, Louisiana Tech is like the name for a school that we used to use before we, like we say Mercer now. Before that, it was Western Kentucky. Before Western Kentucky, it was Louisiana Tech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To, uh, term- Except for Tim Rattay when they came and kicked our ass. As a, as a fan base that has lost to La Tech, can tell you, it feels awful. Oof. 2007. Mm-hmm. It was a rough, rough day. Uh, Hankins, I got to say, that's very brave to uh, pick now to disagree with Creel because if you remember, I won the Bob Baumhauer's $10 gift card for half <laughs> true. last last year because Creel in our arbitrary scoring system really took you to the woodshed about... Yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> um, I've been burned by that fire before, so I, I feel like I'm immune now. Mm. Like, it's whatever happens. I treat him like the police. I just expect a bad interaction. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M beat Oklahoma State 24-21 to in the Texas Bowl. Jimbo Fisher got a Gatorade bath for going 8-5. 8-5, five. Five, eight yeah. and five, uh, Which means he made approximately $937,000 per win. Wow. That's a lot of cheddar. It's a lot of cheddar. Uh yeah, they and, finished season and eight his and five. Windows remain brickless. <laughs> yeah, they um they didn't beat any good teams. They lost to LSU, Auburn, Clemson, Clemson, Georgia. I don't know who the fifth one is. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. So they didn't beat any of the uh the t- the upper echelon of the SEC West. Um, it's just they're locked into this guy. This is year two of seven of his seventy million dollar gig. Um, so it's gonna be. I, I don't know what else to say other than they kind of just they're in bed with him and they got to put out every night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> got to cock them old legs open and let old Jimbo do his dirty, dirty business. Um, he is he, he he is single. He is divorced. So like you know that's 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 what you got yourself into. Texas A and M ready to mingle. But the thing about it is, like you just named. A list of teams that were all playoff contenders for the most part sure. that they lost to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not emba- it's not embarrassing. He beat who he was supposed to beat. He could not, you know, edge over and get one of those wins that he would have needed to really spark the flame. To everybody think, oh, Jimbo's got this thing going the right way. That's the problem. Is that's what they were already? Yeah. Texas A and M didn't lose a lot of games that they shouldn't have lost. Um, a couple here or there. The UCLA thing obviously is bad and all that. But um, where are they going? What are you spending all this money for? You should have hired Chris Peterson. Yeah. Mm. It'll it'll really be sort of, we'll see where the writing is on the wall in year three if people are getting tired of him because it's, they could have kept someone and gone eight and five. Absolutely. Seven and six. And it would have been the same results. They would have lost the ones they should have lost and won the ones they should have won. And even scarier is looking at what Jimbo's done since 2013. Yeah. Since that national championship of Florida State, it's just been a 
downward trajectory. He pretty much sucked the life out of that program. But we'll get to... He did! Mm-hmm. We'll get to uh, rating the coaches uh, at some point. We need to figure out... I think we alternated uh, if we did it at the beginning. You know, this isn't bad, like, sitting so close to you. Uh, I've had better. <laughs> had better sitting close to? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like I, on the subway. Okay, next like, to smelly people. It's do, been better. Do I smell? Is my breath, like, pretty rough? You got some ketchup right here. I have ketchup? <laughs> really? Uh, that would have been last night. How old are you? Are you still eating ketchup? It could have been coffee. It wasn't ketchup. <laughs> I'm more. I'm. I'm happier with it not being ketchup. Yeah, it's. Not, I, I don't fuck with ketchup anymore, man. Uh... <laughs> Speaking of ketchup, did you guys watch that new TLC show? My feet are killing me. <laughs> like some of them feet look like tomatoes. California, we're 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 at a we're at a major point in our in our episode here mm-hmm. because it's time to pay up for one of us. Oh yes, we had a long standing <coughs> bet from the beginning of the season about the uh... from the beginning of the season, and then <clears throat> the stakes were raised when we finally gave up on the bit that that Hankins is an Illinois fan. Sure, what yeah, bit? Yeah. I was really hurt. Hurt by my team. <laughs> so the the bet started with my long standing hatred for hatred for black coaches. for <laughs> Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith, that's right. For Lovey Smith, the head coach at the University of Illinois, who has been there for f- Illinois, <laughs> who's been there for four or that's five didn't seasons, lose the bet, man. Um, and has sort of taken them from mediocrity to even lower than that. <laughs> I have to Shit. stop here. I have to stop here. We just had a huge reveal on this show. Mm-hmm. You don't pronounce Illinois. Well, I was trying to talk fast to, to uh, explain the bet. Okay, fine. And so I didn't have time to, Please to process proceed. it. Please proceed. Um, so I haven't been I haven't been a fan of this program's direction, and uh, in the past couple rating the coaches, yeah. I said that they could do much better than Lovey Smith and all these other homers on here. Are like, what? Give him a chance. He's only been there for like four years and won like eight <laughs> games. Ooh. <laughs> So before the season began, Sean offered a bet of, "Hey, if Illinois uh, makes a bowl game and wins the bowl game, uh, we should do something, put some action on it. You know, mm-hmm. have some mm-hmm. have something to look forward to every week." And I said, "Sure. What, what should I give up? Say Illinois goes through with this and wins six games and wins their bowl game." Mm-hmm. And Sean proposed that I would not be able to pronounce Illinois. With the hard Z sound at the end, and I said, "Bet taken," because there ain't no way in the world Illinois, coached by Lovey Smith, will win six games and a bowl game. Bet accepted. So the stakes were high because the stakes were high. I kept mm-hmm. my feet on the ground and, re- and reached for the stars because that was something that Illinois had not done in a while was make a bowl game, make a bowl game, and they had to win, and they had to win. So the High stakes, high rewards for you if it would have cashed yeah, out. Yeah, and you know, uh, California beat Illinois uh, thirty-five to twenty um, in the <laughs> rent your movies on the side of the road bowl. Mm-hmm. What is it, Red Box? Red Box. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, we we talked about making another Illinois centric bet for two thousand twenty. I, I think that like it's not fair to you for us to put the the Illinois. The pronunciation on the table again? No, that that's that's in the vault. I don't know if it's in the well. It, we it, could do double or well, nothing or something. I don't. Know. I think, it's in the Disney I vault, think that mm-hmm. so it'll I come out in three years. I think that we should put it on the line again, except for this time. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! If oh, no. 
If the bet goes Freezer's way, the official pronunciation on the podcast... Oh, by all parties. ...has to oh, be shit. Illinois. I, I need to see their schedule to see if... Yeah, have, we'll, yeah, we'll formulate this at a, at a later but date. But I kind of like that. It's in the vault for now. But it's in the, like, it's, it's in the, the Disney vaults. Mm-hmm. And they open it up every, you know, every spring or so to get some Easter sales out there of... <laughs> Pinocchio or something. Is the ketchup gone? The ketchup's gone. Okay. Um, the so I forgot what you get since you won. I don't think there was anything. It was just the satisfaction the, of being correct. The original bet was I was going to have to make a donation to the militia. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> he, right. He suspended that sentence. I, I, I yeah, I that still was will suspended. say if mm-hmm. if he invokes that sentence, I will comply. I'm, I, I do don't. not welch on bets. If he invokes the sentence, I will come. I don't think that's that fair was to... the original penalty. That was that was that was the other side of it. I don't, but no, I, I thought we like, yeah, but there was something like that I had to do, but I guess I forgot. And God, for, God forbid us. We're not, we're not listening to old podcasts. No, 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 no. Don't recommend it. Uh, that was before we had scripts, and I didn't, and that was when I didn't have ketchup on my face. I slept last night with. Sauce on my face. That's what that means. I think it was the coffee from this morning. I think it was just, just some residue <laughs> up there. Iowa beat USC 49-24. to 24. I don't know what bowl that was. It was Wave the Wave it all the way to the bank. Holiday, holiday bowl. bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay, Clay Helton, uh, it's already been determined he will be back next year in sunny Los Angeles. Uh, where does USC go from here? Um, next, uh, no fucking where. Yeah. I mean, next year is the year they have to win big. Uh, they start out the year against Alabama, and then they play the rest of the Pac-12 schedule, so it's probably Pac-12 championship, Rose Bowl, or bust. Yeah, I mean, they've had some high-profile decommits like Bryce Young to Alabama. Um, and, and again, they had no commits like for early signing day. Yeah. They had like nine total. They had one of the worst signing cl- uh, classes in the, in the, in the conference mm-hmm. for early signing day. But... Um, I mean, when you go into a year where Oregon's coming back a little bit, Utah is they're upper echelon, top yeah, two or three. In they the have conference. a chance to win the conference, sure. um, and you. Ha- I mean, USC is a now top five program as opposed to the the program to be mm-hmm. the Clemson of the of mm-hmm. the Pac twelve. Um, it's not looking bright. What did Lin Swan do to this program? Uh, he shouldn't have been hired. He had no experience. He was just the flashy sort of, he's a name. That's what he got hired for. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the tenfold take section of Throw the Flag. That is right, boys. It's time to get on your tinfoil hats because we got a little bit of a conspiracy uh, to discuss here in a new segment that I just made up. Are you going to say that they hired a black AD so that he would fail and they never have to hire a black AD ever again? No, because Lin Swan is remarkably debonair and my God, who wouldn't want to hire him? What I'm saying is (laughs) they had the whole offseason hinged on hiring Urban Meyer. Hingehead. And... Fuck you. (laughs) And then it did not come through, and so they were left with their dicks in their Heltons, and so they just said, you know what? Run it back one more year. The fact that no recruits were signed, the the big one they did have on the list decommitted to go to Alabama – where quarterbacks, good quarterbacks go to die, Mm -hmm. literally. We literally kill good quarterbacks. Um I think they had hinged this on at least getting somebody with a big name, and it did not pan out. 
um, because this is embarrassing. On all, you know, Free and I certainly don't pay attention to recruiting that well, other than we acknowledge it, that it exists and is important. But, like, the fact that we both know that they're doing shittily at it um, says that they're not, try- they're, they're not doing what a normal program of their size would be doing. And that speaks to me that Clay Helton didn't know if he's going to have a job or not. So you're saying, wait, so when, when, when was Urban Meyer attempted to be hired in this conspiracy? Well, in secrecy, it was as soon, essentially, as he left Ohio State. Like, hey, man, would you oh, be yeah. interested in taking the job next year? What can we do to get you fired up, get, you, get your feet on the ground running, get you doing your Urban Meyer shit? I mean, we got countless, uh, countless homely wives to be beaten by the staff. Shit. Whatever you want. Jesus. We'll beat them. It's Name them, we'll beat them. It's true. Every, give a shit. every time uh, the Fox crew... You want Tim Tebow to be the offensive coordinator? Get his ass down here. We don't yeah. care. The, the Fox crew, whenever they would have Leinert and Reggie Bush and Urban Meyer, God, you know... an awful show. It was sort of a... Sort of... The writing was on the wall like, hey, you're hanging out with these guys now and they're famous USC people. Like, it's only like a matter of time until you're you're off the set and you're coaching our boys up again. He's and it actually, didn't happen. Before before this happens, uh, before he actually goes somewhere, uh, maybe in, the Cleveland the Browns. Maybe. Yeah, like where where do you think? I mean, is is there? Do you think he'll go to any one of? Right now, there's the Panthers, Browns, Cowboys, Giants openings in the in the pros, and a Mississippi State. Yeah, that's um, a new one. He ain't going to Mississippi State. No, of course not. But God, if he did, <coughs> woo! No oh, man. That would be a get. That would be the get of all gets for Mississippi State. It'd really be the Joe Moorheads of Joe Moorhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, do you think he'll go to? I any? cannot wait to talk about Joe Moorhead. <laughs> do you think Urban Meyer is going to go to any? No, if if I'm Urban Meyer, I I sit it out. I wait for that Notre Dame gig to open up. That's the one I think he wants to to go back to. Speaking of Notre Dame, they beat Iowa State thirty three to nine in probably the most irrelevant day in Notre Dame history. Does anybody care? No, I mean they no. finished eleven and two. Uh, good quietly, for them. Yeah. Quietly, a quiet eleven and two. Their quarterback decided to come back next year. So, heck, what did they finish ranked? Do we? I know we don't know right off. I think they were I mean, seventeen or eighteen going into the game, so they'll be top fifteen. Who the 15. fuck did they lose to? The Citadel? They Georgia. lost to Michigan and Georgia. Well, how the fuck did we wind up in a better bowl than them? Uh, they have a weird tie-in. If if they if they don't make one of the big ones, they're kind of treated like an ACC team, and they kind of fall down the pecking order pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, okay. it's really all or nothing for them. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the second bowl in that stadium. That's right, camping camping world. I think there's two or three in the citrus. The yeah. citrus bowl is there. <laughs> yeah, Orlando gets gets some teams. Uh, it was another loss for the Pac-12. Uh, sorry, not the Pac-12. The Big 12, who finished, I think, one in five in bowl games, with Texas being the only win. Um, it wasn't a good look for the for the Big 12 at all. Uh, I know Notre Dame's pretty good, but you'd think Iowa State is okay, but it just didn't happen for them. Notre Dame uh, ran rough shot over them. Still, but yeah, Sean. It was just an irrelevant season. As soon as they lost to Georgia, everybody said, "Well, we're done with this. We're not going to pretend this year. And we're not playing the stupid game." And then they got they got destroyed by Michigan too. So that sort of uh, tumbled them down the rankings, and that was about it for them. Um, so speaking of quiet eleven win seasons, uh, Air Force beat Washington State. Actually, Washington mm-hmm. State thirty one twenty one in the Cheez It Bowl. And Navy beat Kansas State in the Liberty Bowl, twenty to seventeen. Eleven wins for Air Force, eleven wins for Navy, and a five and eight record for Army, who went 
10 or 11, who yeah, got 10 or 11 wins sure. last season. Um, but they almost beat Michigan. I think it was double overtime this year. Uh, good year for the service academies. Yeah, we salute you. Mm, you're about to go to war. Yeah, I was just going to say, better get it in now, boys, because you're going to the desert. Oh, my God. Uh, Penn State beat oh, I, I felt the polymeter tick up. You did. Ooh. Another 11-win team. Penn State. Penn State. Penn State. Penn Penn Pete. Penn Stin. Penn State. Mm-hmm. Beat 53. Beat. Oh, boy. Oh, no. It's that so, ketchup is getting to you, man. Oh, you, you're getting the ketchup sweats. I'm high That's on that, what's happening. I'm high on that catch, baby. <laughs> Penn State beat Memphis in the Cotton Bowl 53-39. to Is the Cotton Bowl not usually SEC Big 12? Uh, it used to be. And then when they started the New Year 6, the conference realignments yeah. oh, got shifted yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. So. Because that monkey man that we had uh, as a, a kicker beat Texas Tech. Yeah, Tech-Hill Jamie Christensen. Yeah. yeah, he looked like the caveman. He did the caveman from Geico. Money, money, money. Jamie Christensen. Uh, but good for Pen Pen Rape. Uh, bowl win Penn is a bowl State. win. Penn they, State. they kept their coach. They won eleven games. They'll be top like eight or so. Does this give them momentum going into twenty twenty? Nah. Does that matter? It doesn't matter because they won't beat Ohio State. So this is this is yeah, their future for the next six or eight years. And they might. They, they are Michigan. Wisconsin East. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. That's worse than pen rape. Mm-hmm. It is. It really oh. is. Um, alternatively, does this slap uh, Memphis uh, uh, on their back um, going into 2020? They lost their coach. Mm-hmm. Kind of a disappointing way to end the season. The, the game was somewhat competitive, so hopefully there's something for that new coaching staff to build on. Uh, you know, keep some recruits, keep some players, maybe keep a couple of assistants still there. Yeah. It's something they, for them. They lost their coach, what, two, three years ago when yeah. – I, I, I can never remember if that's Fedora Fuente. or Fuente. It's Fuente. That's Fuente. When Fuente left, you know, we thought, oh, okay, that was – but it seems like they're just sort of the the uh, – not – what is it? The power – whatever they are. Yeah. Uh, the Boise State of the South stupid. or something. Yeah. Well, there you go. Boise State of the South, I think they'll just probably reload. I mean, fucking Penny Hardaway is just up there buying – he'll spend some money on football too. He don't give a shit. And so will Lil Penny, but he, those are like puppet dollars. I think Lil Penny is actually the one. He is the athletic director, but he focuses <laughs> on football. I, I, I don't know what Norvell was before the Memphis coach, but they replaced him with their O-line coach, which is always weird to me. I mean, Matt Luke was an O-line coach. Um, I mean, Mario Cristobal was an O-line coach. I think the thing about O-line coaches is they have to know the offense so really close. well. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's you true. You know, they have to be really – I know they're not focused on skill positions, but they have to know the offense in and out, so it, it's an easy transition Yeah, uh, to get yourself to get yourself fired at Ole Miss by having a player piss on the field. A mock piss, excuse <laughs> me. It wasn't real piss. Uh, that Lu- piss was digitized. <laughs> Louisville beat Mississippi State. 38-28 in Music City Bowl. Can I get a good Louisville from both of you? Louisville. Ooh, that's good. Oh. oh. And that was the last game for Joe Moorhead. They, Louisville uh, <laughs> chased him out of town. Um, My I, big surprise in that game was that Louisville was in a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> surprised by that. Forgot they existed as soon as Lamar Jackson started carving up the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, remember back, if you will, gentlemen. Joe Moorhead has just been hired from Pin Rape, and People all of shit. the, all of the suits on TV 
We're like, this is a ah, man. I just can't can't get over how right Mississippi State got this. Mm-hmm. They got Joe Moorhead's going to do great things. He's going to fit that program so well. I just think they really nailed it. And all of us on this podcast, like, who the fuck is Joe Moorhead? Why is it spelled so oddly? Mm-hmm. And why do they think this is going to work? And it never worked. Like, it, there was never any signs of it working. They caught him in the same way Star Wars caught uh, Trevor Lawrence with black hair. What's his name? Adam Driver. Like, they caught him when he was hot, coming off girls, and they were stuck with him for three movies. Mississippi State <laughs> caught Joe Moorhead when he coached up Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> and they were like, oh my god, it's got to be the coaching. Surely it's not this once-in-a-generation talent. Mm-hmm. because." And so they, they picked him up, and in classic Mississippi State fashion, they got it wrong. Man, he was only they there for two so years. Wrong. Two years they gave him. I don't think I would have fired mm-hmm. him. If, if we would have rated him, I would have given him like a two or a three, like keep yeah. him, see what yeah. happens. Uh, but he it never been I think a fire the, the coordinator. He, he never got the I offense think the going, Rutgers stuff. The Rutgers stuff, I think, really rubbed them the wrong way. Whether it was real, true, you know, whether it was all smoke mm-hmm. and mirrors, whatever it was, I feel like. What, that he was going to go to Rutgers? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I feel like the fact, it felt like that the fact that the, any coach that even a rumor could exist that you would leave Mississippi State and go to Rutgers, they were like, man, you got to be fucking out of your mind. That's tough, yeah. I got some more heads you can give. <laughs> well, you know, the the program actually basically gave him a vote of confidence and said he was coming back next year, and then they and then he lost to, to Louisville. Yeah, they got their quarterback. I don't know if you've seen the – I should have seen you the picture on Twitter. His quarterback was in a skirmish or something. And oh, really? And play before the, the bowl game. Oh, wow. And if you see the picture on Twitter, like his eye is like – all busted up. It is terrible. Oof. Like, it wasn't just like a skirmish. He got, like, destroyed. Was it like a bar fight or was it, like, on the field before the game? It was, like, before the week before the oh, game. Oh, okay. so. Yeah. Um, Florida beat Virginia 36 28 in an Orange Bowl game that UVA had no right to be in, if you ask me, <laughs> aside from conference tie ins. Um, you know, they were second in the ACC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, um, it's like being the. The the one the one uh, I'm not even going to try that. Yeah, a couple of years ago, Auburn <laughs> Auburn was in this position. Uh, they got to play in the Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma, and Auburn was eight and four, and yeah. then got destroyed by Oklahoma. It's just sort of what happens with these weird tie-ins. I mean, Virginia almost beat Florida too. I mean, thirty-six was, twenty-eight is not a eh, true ooh. score. Ain't oh, true, yeah. true score index wasn't that close. Oof. Was not that close. Uh, but Virginia was somewhat competitive. Florida had a bit, had an early lead, and Virginia hung in there. Um, you know, got eleven wins for Florida. That eleven win in year two for Dan Mullen. It's a good two years for Mullen. Yeah, Hankins. Um, is twenty twenty the year they overtake Georgia in the SEC East? No, it's not. Got it. But good, good <laughs> on them. Good on them. Um, I think Mullen is overachieving for sure. Yeah. Um, but. They don't I, – I struggle with what the fuck they are. I don't think they have an identity yet, which is sort of a, a calling card for Dan Mullen, which is not – it's not a – it's not even a, criti- a negative critique because I think he just takes what he can get. But at Mississippi State, when you're having to recruit three stars and coach them up to be fours, that's a good skill to have. Yeah. At Florida, you probably shouldn't have that problem. You should be able to go get whoever you need to be and you should be the team you want to be. And I don't, and yeah, with injuries this year and all that stuff, but I still don't know. I, when I think of Florida, I don't think of any particular style. I know they used to play good yeah. defense, as did we, as did a lot of people. You know, the game is changing, but still, giving up 28 to that dog shit Virginia team seems odd. 
but it also seems on brand for what Florida is now. So, um, no knock on what he's accomplished, <coughs> but you know, Florida wasn't terrible. They made two straight SEC championship games, mm-hmm. had a couple of down years, but they have not been an embarrassment for the most part. They've just been this. So I think they're about where they have been. Yeah. Um, I mean, they uh, – with with Mullen, I mean, th- you know, this is why we say, like, I don't know if you would fire Moorhead after two years. I don't know why. So, I think somebody else got fired after two seasons uh, this year, but – um, you know, you, you got to give them time to get their players in, and I mean, for yeah. for Mullen to be, yeah, I'm, I, I he's got them on the right trajectory. Um, next year, he he needs to. Well, I think he's he's safe either way, but beating Georgia in year three would sort of would build up so much goodwill, or at least making the SEC Big championship yeah. that it sort of sort of shows that he was the right hire. Right now, he looks like it. Who are their, oh, LSU yeah. and Georgia. Yeah. I'm not uh, shocked if they beat Georgia next year. Yeah, no, me I either. just don't. I just think that maybe they lose to Tennessee or you know something crazy like that happens, and Georgia sneaks in. It really comes down to what Georgia has at quarterback, but that's a different story for a different day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Uh, Florida was the only team to be up on LSU in the second half this year. Oh wow! Okay. Um, the uh, the Rose Bowl, uh, Oregon beat Wisconsin twenty eight twenty seven. It was a game one for the books. Uh, uh, I don't think so. Oregon should not have been in the game. Wisconsin uh, muffed a punt, gave Oregon short fields. It was true score indexes. Wisconsin probably wins that game twenty seven thirteen. Yep. Um, but, you know, Oregon made the most of the opportunities when you get the ball to 20 and you score a touchdown. Good for you. That's what they did a couple times, and that's why they won. Uh, Arizona State, I, mm-hmm. a team with a head football coach that you both of you fired before he coached a game, mm-hmm. beat Florida State. They did. 20 to 14. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it really means anything for Florida State mm-hmm. just because they have to get their coach in place and mm-hmm. et cetera. But. Man, low the the lowest points just keep getting lower for for Florida State. Yeah. Your, I was literally more shocked that they were in a bowl game, mm-hmm. and that's I'm not kidding at all. Yeah, when I saw that yeah. Florida State had lost a bowl, I'm like, wait, they made a bowl? How did that happen? Um, because I with all the turmoil, I just assumed they were like four and seven or some shit. Um, but that's pretty bad. It's bad. Arizona State. <laughs> it's really bad. Good for harm. What does your family think about this, Crew? Uh, not unexpected to, to yeah. lose the bowl game, but Florida State just shot themselves in the foot too many times. They had a they had the ball at the one yard line and threw an interception. Um, they that threw, guy like, fell there down. There was a pick six was, yeah. that that ended the game for them. So I mean, it's it's just sort of the the season as a microcosm was was that game. Just uh, blown opportunities. Team probably was better than the record, but uh, just just didn't have it this year. Um, Utah went from a playoff team to losing to an eight and four Texas, thirty eight to ten. Yeah, oh, it was that went down smooth. The Big Twelve, the Big Twelve's only bowl victory was a, a slamming the door shut in the face of Utah, a team that was on the precipice of making the playoff if they could just could have just beaten Oregon. That's a hard oof, magoof. Yeah, it's my favorite part is that you know when the same thing happened when Utah beat Alabama. Um, or when any of the smaller teams would beat an SEC team, we would all say, in most circumstances, 
that team didn't want to be there yeah. mm-hmm. because they had just played for the SEC championship, maybe yeah. they lost it, and they had title aspirations. And everybody would wag their fingers at us and, oh, look at them making excuses. Where's your God now? Because <laughs> Utah clearly didn't want to be there. No, not at all. They just did not want to be there. Um, yes, they're probably evenly matched, maybe a little overmatched just because of the nature of the two programs. But it just was they, – they didn't play like they had all year. Um, Texas didn't play like they had all year. It was the best performance Texas had of the year. Um, Utah had set their sights on, hey, we're going to get to the playoff, and they didn't get there. They got crestfallen, and so here we are. Um, They didn't want to be there. Second year in a row, not Lincoln Riley. Who is the coach of Texas? Tom Herman. fucking hate that guy. Um, Second year in a row, Tom Herman has gotten his team up to beat a team in the postseason who almost made the playoffs. Didn't want to be there. Texas is back, baby. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Put him at number 10 to start the season. Oh, hell yeah. I think... Probably won't, will be. I, I think that they probably they'll probably be top twenty ish, but no one will be uh, drinking the Kool Aid as much. Um. Finally, you know, b- before we get to the, the talking tide. To, well, so I was going to ask you guys: Do you oh. want to do Alabama Auburn after the playoffs, or squeeze let's in. do it now? Let's let's but give okay. the playoffs their just due. Okay. And make them okay. the main event. Um. One one final thing: Tennessee beat Indiana 23-22. Good for them. It was, a, it was a heck game. of a comeback for Tennessee. Yeah, they were yeah. they were down and came back. Good for Jeremy Pruitt, and I think this might speak to the state of the Tennessee program, where I am saying, you know what? Good for Tennessee. Mm. Mm-hmm. Could be uh, that could be some humble pie eating because mm. he might Given have the, the how on this track. season. Like, this season started with Smoky Mountain Puss. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how far down they were that I felt it was fine to take shots at them through parody song. Like, you got to be way down on the threat list for me to throw as superstitious as I am. Georgia State. Georgia Southern? Georgia State. Georgia Georgia State. And they beat UT Chattanooga by, like, a touchdown. And they lost to BYU. Yeah. Mm, yeah. They start out 1-5, and and I think they won the rest or 2-5. Yeah, 2-5. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Sean, uh, before we get into Auburn, Alabama, you're looking a little tired. And it's not just the ketchup sweats. Oh, yeah? I'm not sweating. For once, I'm not sweating. <laughs> I think that's the ketchup is forming yeah. like a base under your skin, so you yeah, can't well, sweat. Yeah, well, you've got to get a good ketchup Which is base. why you're looking so tired. Yeah. Which brings me to our next segment. <gasps> the dream or nightmare of the week. Hankins, hit the theme. I see trees of green. Red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. That's right, Sean. You don't need the no-dose anymore or the caffeine pills because this will jolt you back to your senses. The favorite segment of yours, mine, and Hankins because of the theme song. That theme is so fucking good. The dream or nightmare of the week. The nightmare of the week is one, Gus Malzahn, who, he's the toast of the town, he beats Alabama, and then you blow it. Oh, shit. You blow it. Oh, shit. Uh, the honeymoon, every time he beats Alabama, 
quickly ends, and he's consistently back on the hot seat. Two years ago, lost to UCF after yeah. beating Alabama. Um, and it happened again this year. And next season, they lose all their defense. Uh, so their calling card goes out the window. That's got to be a nightmare scenario for Auburn is the performance against Minnesota. It wasn't competitive. I'm interested to see what the Hankins true score index was because yeah. they only lost by seven. It's very bizarre. I mean, I didn't get to see a lot of the game because the the I didn't have two TVs. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and Hankins obviously didn't watch it because he was he was in uh, Santa Cruz mm-hmm. at the Illinois game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's my nightmare of the week, and we can talk more about the game. And my dream of the week is one Najee Harris. Oh, yeah. What a performance. Oh, my God, especially that last one. Yeah, the last touchdown was pretty good. So th- that's my dream and nightmare of the week. It's a segment we do here in January to honor the nightmare of Halloween Michael Myers uh-huh. and the dream of Martin Luther King. Oh, I thought you were going to say the nightmare of Martin Luther King. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you got to remember, Michael Myers is the nightmare of Halloween. Got it. Mm-hmm. He's not the nightmare on Elm Street. He's the nightmare of Halloween. No, I mean, he's in that classic Halloween movie. Right. Nightmare. Of Halloween. <laughs> nightmare of Halloween. So what do you guys think about that Minnesota performance or the Auburn lack of? You know, I saw, I, actually, I saw the first half. Uh, but the, um, yeah, it, it it seemed like they were a little competitive. But, you know, you have Freak of the Year, Derek Brown. Oh God! Is that Correct. his name? That's not okay, it. Thank God. He did it. Deshaun. Who was who was the Deshaun that I kept getting wrong? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I kept calling Deshaun Watson. Deshaun. I don't know what you call him. Deshaun. Know. Deshaun Wilson, maybe. Uh, no, it was another Deshaun's name. Deshaun Jackson. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, d- yeah, uh, Derek Brown was the freak of the uh, freak of the year from, uh, for Tim Tebow on the SEC Network, um, and just didn't really. Make an impact. Yeah, and Bo Nix sort of regressed to the norm of yeah. being very inconsistent. Well, you know, you you say that next year is going to be, you know, uh, it, it it it's really going to say a lot about where the Auburn program is 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 headed because, I mean, this is a pivotal year for Bo Nix. I mean, yeah. you know, he was the SEC Freshman of the Year. I mean, there wasn't much else out there. Yeah, shallow pool. Shallow pool. He beat he. You know, beat Oregon in his uh, final throw in the first game of the year. But, I mean, he's really going to have to nut up or shut up yeah. um, uh, next year. Uh, they lose their defense. The best front seven in the yeah. in the country. Yeah. Um, front five, front seven. Uh, but, yeah. So, Hankins, what, what was the Hankins? Was it, was it a nightmare for you, Hankins? True score index. Mm-hmm. Physically could not watch the replay. Tried to turn the game on. Oh yeah, you hate. I had a podcast and could not, just couldn't do it. I was, it hurt me because like I'd love to splash around in this pool and say all these bad things about Auburn, but that would mean that I would have to be given some credit to PJ fucking Fleck, (laughs) and to see that idiot jump in that locker room after it and body surf on his fucking players, rowing the boat, uh, or crowd surf, rowing the fucking boat. Oh god, he crowd surf. This is. This is the worst college football experience I've ever had that was not my team losing. It was awful. The true score index was zero to zero because Whoa. that's where I turned it off. <laughs> Ooh, PJ Fleck's wife. Uh, Could be his sister. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. But he, he's hugging her like a wife. It's like, you know when like some dude gets like a trophy wife, but like it's like not a good trophy a wife. A third place trophy? 
she's a real bronze. <laughs> wow. That's wow. She, she's a real bronze. Are you sure you're not looking at a picture of Holly Rowe? And just doing what you do. <laughs> no, Holly Rowe Holly Rowe is, is all is all gold to me. You know that. Mm-hmm. So let's shift from the nightmare of the week to the dream of the week. Mm-hmm. Hankins, tell us all about your experience down in Orlando for the Citrus. Down Park. under. That's down what under, they say baby. about about, about Orlando. Oh, that entire continent's on fire. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Have you seen those kangaroo skeletons? Sad. Oh, so fucking R.I.P. sad. Orlando. <laughs> So, Orlando, Camping World Stadium, Citrus Bowl, two Blue Bloods, Alabama and Michigan squaring off. It was the dream matchup I had. It was everything I could have ever wanted. We, ha- You know, it's, it's Saban versus Harbaugh, uh, a game four years too late for when all the hot, hot heat was on between those two and yeah. satellite camps and all that stuff. Um, and it was just the drizzling shits of a game. Just yeah. an awful, awful game. But I, I will say it was it was interesting to be around the Michigan fan base and the Alabama fan base at the same time. And the UCF um, fan base. And the UCF fan base, the the quiet invaders, the UCF fan base. But it was it was a chill as shit atmosphere because neither like not wanting to be there is probably the wrong way to go about it. Um but it was clearly not the not the high stakes thing that Alabama fans are used to, and Michigan still hadn't had the season they wanted to have. So everybody really just kind of came to hang out in the sun and and drink and, and have a good time together for the most part. Um, there was no I didn't there was no chirping, uh, no chesting out because if you're an Alabama fan, you're chesting out against Michigan. If you're Michigan, what the fuck have you got to chest out about? Yeah. So it was just an enjoyable Saturday of college football. I will say this, the stadium announcer at Camping World Stadium gives way too much information. My man really wants to be doing play-by-play on the radio, but he just he does not have that job. So he gives you everything. Like Every time a, a running play would, would finish, he would say, give him three yards on the carry. Like, what? the fuck what are you talking about it's you (laughs) bullet points bud you're here to pass along information we don't need any editorializing out of you um alabama's defense looked terrible Mm -hmm. for the most part um people's jones was open every time he ran a crossing route 100 of the time he was open that michigan run game in the first half was just shredding pat charbonnet was just carving them up I still don't have a clue how that game wound up 35 to 16. And that field goal. A great year for Charbonnet. Hmm. That field goal was the crazy. I've, I've never seen a ball do what that one has done. Are you talking about like hey, the 57 yarder? Yes. It helped that it was coming right to my end. I had the perfect angle. I was like, and as it came off the line, I'm like, I think they might have blocked that because it just died at the 20 and it was spinning, you know, essentially suspended in midair. And then it just kept going. It just kept going and trickled right over the bar and I'm like are you fucking shitting me am I really going to deal with this then we had to deal with the terrible layout of Camping World Stadium the piss poor concessions of Camping World Stadium all that was terrible but I had a good time I, and my kid slept through the first half and he hates football <laughs> I do <laughs> I do need you to expand on both the layout and the concessions are you saying like just hard to get from A to Z like, just a massive humanity. What are you talking about? So, 
from the section I was in, the seats were great. I will say that. I really had good seats, and they were like second level, Raggy. so it didn't break the bank, all mm-hmm. that stuff. So you come down the steepest stairs in the world. It mm-hmm. might as well have just been a rope and a straight wall going <laughs> I don't know down. what side of the rope I'm supposed to be on. <laughs> you come down that, and immediately to your left is the men's restroom. To the right of that is the women's restroom, and to the immediate right of that is a concession stand. So... There are no lanes. Everything is just a pile. And so you don't know what line you're in. You hope you're in the right line. And people are piling in. That's when they got a little testy because nobody knows where to go. So Mm -hmm. people are naturally breaking. Uh, Luckily for me, the family bathroom was right next door to me. And I had a kid. So bing, bang, boom. in we went. Mm -hmm. Um, But you don't know if you're in line to get your dick in your hand or a hot dog. And it is a problem. And then the concessions. They had, all right, guys, look, if you're a stadium, you're at a stadium experience and you order a hamburger and fries, what, how do you expect that to be delivered to you on, on what, what, uh, what sort of cutlery or, or, or dishes do you expect to get container? A basket. basket. What are those paper, like a basket, carton baskets with like the red Mm -hmm. and white, red and white checkerboard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With with a like black paper you, inside or something. Yeah, absolutely. Could I interest you in a regular ass paper plate that you would buy at a Walmart with your burger and fries? That seems on like that? a poor fry delivery. Yeah how, mechanism. how how many plates? One one thick or like two thick? And like what kind of fries though? These steak fries or these like those shitty skinny ones? From yeah, the we're, talk, we're talking your your average regular cut fries. Okay. Crinkle and, uh, or regular? Regular, regular. Okay. Okay. Um, and also, also, about a, about, a, about a plate and a half thick. So like like a, a cookout plate. Mm. We're talking like a plate that you would see okay. at but, a cookout. But walking up and up, walking up and down those steep steps, though. Yeah. That's why you gotta have that basket for. Yeah, so you, when you're tipping, it doesn't yeah, all tip out. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. And to which I say, hey man, could I maybe get an empty cup from you? Mm-hmm. No, I can't give you that. We gotta count everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, the drink selection, you're going to get you a water or a lemonade. There are just some... There want no Coke or beer? No, sir. There, there oh, are some stadiums wow. that just give beer, up. Beer, yes. There was on, beer somewhere else, but... <laughs> that just give up on bowl season. Yes. And you'd think a stadium that has three fucking bowl games would actually have their acting uh, together. Yeah, yeah. They did not have it <coughs> together at all. Um, but and the, the fan fest was dog shit. Just so many disappointments. However, still got to see a football game. Still got to see the Tide beat the shit out of Michigan, which is great. Um, nice. But, you know, um, we'll you do know, it again. That stadium is terrible. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Uncle Arthur Blank, mm. for the giant cathedral you have provided me in downtown Atlanta. So that I may look down my nose yeah. at all other shit stadiums. You get those eight dollar like family pack. Uh... Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't even get me started on the prices, but oh but yeah, I'm concession sure. prices. Goodness gracious! Like unless you're in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, Alabama, Michigan. You know you have the winningest program in college football versus the best team of the past 10, 15 years. Uh, has the most bowl wins in in college football history. Um, Alabama really struggled to get it together in the first half, specifically with the run game. Uh, Mac Jones looked pretty good. Uh, Shea Patterson just kept 
the, the Alabama's defense was just awful. Um, you uh, kept uh, uh, barking the stat that no team has missed a field goal against yeah. Alabama all season. Not necessarily something that, unless you block it, you can really control. Mm-hmm. But that just kind of highlights the well, dog shit maybe of our put some guys teams. in difficult situations to hit field goals. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe true. keep guys from kicking thirty-five yarders all the time. Jeez, I can't wait to review our prediction mm-hmm. of how many we had a extra lot of, points yeah. we're gonna. Yeah, um, what were your thoughts? I also about? was upset that Black Punter was not in, but the other punter yeah. did a very good job. Yeah, he was saving Wakanda. Yeah, the, well, my thoughts are the first half uh, didn't go Alabama's way. The second half did. The defense played much better in the second half. Um, offensively, uh, the big plays went Alabama's way. Yeah. In the fourth quarter, Alabama was just able to uh, do what we were what we were used to say ten years ago: just run the ball, get first downs, and just close out the game. Which, which was good to see. We hadn't seen a, a game like that in, in a while for Alabama to just to control the clock in the fourth quarter, which was good. Um, and seeing Najee Harris uh, just carry people four or five at a time that last drive was Oof. was good to see. It's very nice. Um, and uh, Jerry Judy had his st- statistically yeah. his best game, um, and he's gone pro. Good for him. He's gone. We'll and we'll get to the declarations and the and the stayings. Um, I guess the next time we record, we'll know what Tua does. Oh, that I did want to just. This is a surprise. A, a new segment. <gasps> oh, a new segment. Yeah, and you know that song, The Clash. Mm-hmm. Should I stay or should I? Go? <laughs> I have some new lyrics, which is. To a stay or to a go now. Oh, that's good. And the that's lyrics, really good. the lyrics of the song tell you what should happen. Because yeah. if he stays, there's going to be trouble. But if he goes, there will be double. Yeah. So he's got to stay, right? Yeah, he's got to stay. I hope he goes. I'm tired of him. Tired of the best ever. The yeah, best you ever had. Him. Tired of him. The he's... best you ever had. Up and down the field. Up and down your field. I maintain AJ McCarron is the best I ever had. Oof. Pass. Hard He's the pass. most successful we ever had. Tua Tua is going to play four games like, and like break his jaw, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have to play Mac anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, I'm going to say I'm going to get a little I'm going to get a little blue here, guys. Oh shit! Oh. Tua we don't usually a, do that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Tua is a fucking ten, mm-hmm. but just a dead fish. Just lays there, mm-hmm. dead fishing you. Fucking AJ was a seven, mm-hmm. but man, worked for it too. AJ had a defense. Would he go? AJ had a defense. <laughs> AJ had AJ a defense, and AJ he also kept his defense off the field. He kept his defense, and he kept them healthy. <laughs> he, he, kept them he, healthy. he kept his defense off the field by not just like being able to throw to a like like three of the best wide receivers in the country who can also like, true. take an eight. Eight yard slant and take it seventy eight mm. yards. So Mm-mm-mm. I get it. I get it. It's hard. I to am compare, completely but. torn on what I want from like I. One part of me is exactly. I've said it many times. Just give me a game manager. Um, give me a Jay Coker. Seeing, yeah, but then seeing two out there like man, I, I I just wish he could come back and have a fully healthy year. Yeah, which won't happen. Whatever happens, no. he, sh- he should go. No, he it can't. Go. It can't happen. It, he it yeah. can't happen. I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly, I think he should come back. Um, wow. Because I I think I still think he needs some seasoning. He's, to be quite honest with you, he's like the the odds are uh, the odds of him being like a successful quarterback in the pros or or anybody is is so low. So go now. Get the like. Get picked like thirty first or thirtieth. Get the the fifth year option, whatever. Mm-hmm. Make your money and just like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, be gone. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, as far as people still seem to project him 
in the top five. <laughs> so stupid. Um, now, if he goes now, if the the one thing is, if he goes now, there's a very good chance that the wizard of Foxborough figures out a way to draft him. Yeah. And he gets to sit there, and in two or three years, he's the Patriots quarterback. I mean, that's a reasonable expectation. Yeah. Um. So that's good. But I, I don't, I don't. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't think Tua's ready to play in the NFL yet. So it's either go sit somewhere and get ready, or play at Alabama and you know help yourself get ready. So, but I'll take whatever he does. I'm fine with either decision that he makes. And, and that's the end of the segment. Tua, stay or Tua, go now. <laughs> Mm. I, I do need to tell my favorite story from the two favorite stories. Your two two of favorite stories. Good job. Um, <laughs> one, never been in a row with more get up and get downers. These people just wanted to roam. They wanted to fucking roam. Oh, um, yeah. And I'm sitting next to two guys who two came up guys. from Tampa who two just wanted to see a, a good game. They were they were debating whether they wanted to stay in Tampa and go to the Outback Bowl or come up to Orlando and see this one. They chose this one. Again. So back, it was fun. It was fun to watch the game with dudes who didn't have anything on the line. Two you know, they're just watching football. And uh but we were very upset with how much fucking time we had to get up. But then when Tua comes out of the tunnel, you know, and he's out and they put the camera on him, um, and there are is a family in front of me that are Alabama fans, and it was a, a good reminder to me that not everybody is a fan in the way that we are. Two like there are people who are just casual college football fans. And these people were clearly casual college football fans. Like, they, they just had taken the tags off of their parking lot shirts yeah. that morning. Yeah, um, Real no, no, no problem. Just, you know, they're there to enjoy, family having a good time, whatever. But they show Tua on the big screen. And uh, and he's on a crutch. He's clearly yeah. not going to play. I mean, uh-huh. we've known that since Mississippi State game. And the dad of the family just looks up and says, hmm. He's not going to play today. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, 15, 20 minutes later after the game has finally got going, there's a Michigan fan next to this family, and he nudges the the wife of the Alabama family and says, and I quote, what number two? <laughs> and they go, 13? Oh, he's 13. And he, he's just saying, he's 13. Is he not playing today? It's like, no, bud. Man. He ain't going to hunt. Got today. some real. Oh! Got some real football fans. I forgot. The thing I forgot the most, the most important thing of this whole podcast was hmm. Chubby Zorro mascot. Oh, yeah. What, what, what? Say those three okay. things again. Chubby Zorro mascot? Oh. Chubby Zorro mascot. So, it's this, it's a bowl game, and they have a pregame entertainment, and it is a combination of all the area's high schools. They've gotten the cheerleaders from all the areas, yeah, high school together. Yeah, baby. pom pom, And they're doing a routine. No, I'm, nothing to, I'm, I'm not complaining about any of this. I just want that to be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also got the mascots from all the local high schools mm-hmm. to come together. And I'm going to let you in on a little Hankin secret. One mascot alone is the dumbest thing in sports. Yeah. It is just dumber than dishwater. Any of them are stupid. An adult man has no business liking the mascots. They're for children. Good for them. Mm-hmm. But a dozen mascots together mm-hmm. is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I love it when they're all, there's a goddamn tiger over here. And here's some sort of weird Spartan warrior and all these things. Well, they had a little dance number they had to do. And these mascots are performing the whole time in this choreographed thing, right? 
So again, most of the 99% of the mascots are wearing full headgear. So they're obscured. They're just a anthropomorphic character out dancing around for the enjoyment of everyone, except for the Zorro. And all Zorro gets is a Zorro mask, which is just covering his eyes. It's just a guy in a Zorro mask? It's a guy in a Zorro mask. It's not a Zorro head with a mask on it. No, it is a guy in a Zorro outfit. And I'm like, this poor fucking idiot is out here with all these headed things that can, they are completely anonymous. They get to dance and prance and nobody can say, look at that fucking idiot right there, Mm -hmm. except for chubby Zorro mascot. And I couldn't take my eyes off of him. And then the cameraman who's filming it for the for the screens there, he realizes it too. And so Chubby Zorro stays on the screen the whole time because he's having to sell this thing so big. And I'm just doubled over in laughter. I can't be happier until I'm looking in the lines and there I see it. Indian lady. There's a woman in a full Indian costume except for she doesn't have a head either. Native American, I should say. Uh, she doesn't have a head. I thought either. this was a freaky and, masala kind of situation. Yeah, I was and where <laughs> and where where Chubby Zorro is throwing his heart and soul into this thing, this is going to be the thing that gets him to Broadway. Mm-hmm. Native American <laughs> lady kind of realizes somewhere in the middle, like, uh oh, I bet this doesn't play so well everywhere, <laughs> and she's trying to be as small as she can fucking be <laughs> during her routine. And I said, there is a weird hell that I never knew existed. And that's being face-exposed mascot in a gang of covered mascots. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the uh, So there are a couple controversies. <laughs> at controversies. The, controversies at the end of this game. Um, so the, the game ended with the, the, with the game well in hand for Alabama. Um, Alabama had a third, third and whatever, third and goal, Mm -hmm. uh, from, you know, like the eight or whatever, uh, Michigan had no timeouts, 30 seconds left. Um, they gave the ball to Najee They had one timeout. Yeah, Michigan did have one timeout. Michigan did it. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause they they took it. the timeout. Um, yes. And, uh, Alabama could have knelt it. Uh, and but the, whoever knelt it, dealt it. Whoever knelt it, dealt it. Um, Najee Harris kind of beasted into the end zone mm-hmm. as he does. Um, there were some grumblings that, you know, Saban didn't have to do that. Is that, I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. But, I mean, you know, is I, that. I said, I, at, at, when third down hit, and I looked at the clock, I said, well, there's no way he's going to score. He's going to kneel. Yeah. Because that's what he does. Yeah. So He always does that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why he didn't do it, I hope I know why he didn't do it, but man, was I glad he did it. I think Saban, Saban really talked about like uh, making sure that people were aware that that winning culture, that dominant culture that Alabama's <clears throat> put on display for the past 11 years, uh, well, 10 years, um, has uh, is, is not going anywhere, and I think that's why he did it. Um, does not explain why Harbaugh, even though he was – Classy in in front of the microphones after the game to Saban, um, why he called a timeout with one fucking second left? Yeah, in a in a three score game, he called a timeout to throw a hail mary, which again is fine given the fact that Alabama had just scored. That's okay. Like once you yeah, once course. you score the touchdown, you don't have the high ground to say oh. And I wouldn't say that anyway. I don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah, um, but Whoever I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand why he thought calling that timeout was a good idea. 
And I, was that pass intercepted? I, yeah. There was no ruling. It was Shea definitely was, caught. I didn't they, know if his feet got They said incomplete, like, oh, final box score, yeah. Shea Patterson. Okay. Harbaugh calling a timeout only for Shea Patterson to throw an interception mm-hmm. with one second left to end the season <laughs> is the <laughs> most Harbaugh-era Michigan it thing is ever. so fucking perfect. But, man, I couldn't get over it. Like, again, everybody was chill. But they they, they weren't – I didn't hear a lot of get this guy out of here – like, there was not a lot of that. Like, they've just resigned to be who really? they are. Yeah. At yeah. least where I was. I mean, I'm obviously there's – I'm sure there's a Michigan podcast that's just like this one, and they're having a fit. So, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. But, like, just by and large, it just wasn't – it was super chill. I'd have been furious. What is the worst Harbaugh stat out of the following? Ooh. This is a new, a new segment? Mm. Stat or – Is this a stat? 0-5 against stat Ohio or State. That's a pretty bad stat. Zero and five against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. One and ten as an underdog. Mm-hmm. Four and nine against rivals, which I imagine three of those they probably went. Harbaugh's probably gone three and five against Michigan State. Um, or one and four in. Both I games. think it's one and yeah. Yeah, I was gonna add one that says zero Big Ten titles. Yeah, zero Big Ten titles yeah. and no division titles either. <clears throat> and uh, ooh, actually, is this a stat? Oh, okay. Michigan is – they've lost something like 19 straight games on – On the road. Road or neutral sides. Mm-hmm. Against like yeah. top, top 15 teams. Yeah. yeah. What's what, what's the worst stat out of all um, those for Harbaugh? Get in there, Freezer. Uh, for me, it's the 0-5 against Ohio State because if you can't beat them, you're not winning the division, which means yeah. the whole season's lost. Yeah. So that, that it, it begins and ends there. Um, Ohio State is the class of the Big Ten and – they get uh, outclassed every time they play them. So that ends the season right there. They play in a lesser-tier bowl game, which puts them at 1-4 and four in the bowl games and makes everything just compound after that. Yeah, those aren't, like, playoff games, yeah. bowl games. Yeah. Those are, like, you know, the camping world, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. Hankins? That is the one I would have chosen, and I think by our mentality, Free is certainly right. Um, but I, I get the feeling Michigan actually doesn't give a shit about that. <laughs> like, clearly, you don't get to five if you give a shit. Yeah. You get to three if you give a shit. Maybe two. But you don't get to five if you give a shit. So they must not actually care about losing that game. Yeah. So what was the second stat you gave? Um, one in four versus bowl games. Um... One in four versus bowl games. Um uh, one in ten as an oh, underdog, four and nine against rivals. It's the it's the one in fifteen deal against. It's that thing where you yeah where they have not beat a top five or a top fifteen opponent but once uh, away from that. That's the one you. So j- get out of there that you can't beat Ohio State. Maybe you just say, hey, Ohio State's been on a great run. Hey, tough tough shit. Our cycle's down, mm-hmm. but you couldn't beat anybody else either. Yeah, uh, Harbaugh as an underdog is the following. Uh, in reverse order. In 2019, they were underdogs and lost to Alabama, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin. In 2017, they lost to Ohio State, Wisconsin, Penn State. Lost to Ohio State in 16, Ohio State in 15, and lost to Utah in 15. Wow. Not good. Not good. But uh, they're going to keep him. For whatever reason, they, like Hankin said, they're apathetic. And yeah, at least one more if, year. If no one's like uh, throwing a brick through a window, they're going to keep him. Um, and, you know, he'll... Probably abandon the uh, working run game in the second half of a bowl game next year, and they'll yeah. keep them in 2021. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the playoffs. 
Playoffs. Playoffs, All right. baby. Um, I watched the first half of the Ohio State-Clemson game uh, in a bar that was turned into an Ohio State bar. Mm-hmm. And I was rooting for Ohio State mm-hmm. for the first time ever because mm-hmm. I fucking hate Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Not Tostitos fe- Fiesta Bowl, what, what happened? Um, the first half, uh, Ohio State got up 16 nothing. Ohio State had ample opportunities to put the game away, mm-hmm. kicked field goals, whatnot. And then Clemson's defense uh, strangled them the rest of the game. Clemson's offense resurrected, and Dabo, baby, is making the championship game yet again. Because they have a really good quarterback, yeah. an offense that once it gets going, it's, it seems to be unstoppable, and a defense that shows up and shuts people out. Justin Fields had, before this game, 40 touchdowns, one interception. He threw two picks against Clemson, and uh, that's why Clemson is back in the title game. It's defense and a quarterback who can make plays. Um, two, two teams played by far their stiffest competition of the year. Mm-hmm. It took them a little while to get it sorted out, and then the one with more experience won the game. Yeah, Justin Fields, uh, you know, I guess somebody must have said something derogatory to him at halftime because <laughs> in the second half, uh, he went into a shell he because really he felt kind of bad. He might have to leave the university because he heard, like, fourth hand that somebody said something bad about Wait, him. Wait, are you serious? No, I'm not, oh, I'm not serious. I'm making fun of, making fun of how, he, how he left the, Georgia. The baseball oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. That's because he, right. he couldn't handle a little bit of criticism. What's he gonna do now? Um, the how many years in a row is this for Dabo in the national championship? Uh, let's game? see. They didn't go in seventeen. Just so two in a row. Like Eighteen, nineteen, yeah. and then this will be three in a row. Two in a row. No, two in a row. No, it's just two in a row. Two in a row. One, yeah, but yeah. three out of four, and then four out of five. Jesus. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Crown him. Crown his ass. LSU routes Oklahoma 63-28 to in the Peach Bowl. Uh, in a game that wasn't that close. Definitely was not close. No, yeah. True score index, like 84-10. to 10. Joe Burrow threw for mm-hmm. seven touchdowns? Yeah, ran for another. Jesus. Fuck Christ. me, man. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. But it's the same tired performance by Oklahoma. Second, put them, put them in the playoffs. LSU's and got an offensive just, now, for yeah. real. I, well, they didn't score exactly 40 points. So they're. They <laughs> this is the second straight year Oklahoma gets dominated in this in the semifinals. Should they be mentioned in the same breath as the Big Twin? Big Twin. It's that ketchup. The ketchup Arnold fevers are getting to you. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the Big Twin. He was. Danny DeVito was a small <laughs> twin. Should Oklahoma be mentioned in the same breath as the Big Ten uh, playoff competitors, aside from Ohio State in fourteen and nineteen? Michigan State got blanked. Ohio sure. State got blanked. And Ohio State lost again this year. Yeah. It, it's just one of the things. They, they played probably the best best team Fuck, offensively. Uh, they don't have a defense, so they got their pant, They got deep pants. And Jalen Hurts, another transfer quarterback who couldn't handle Man. not being the top banana, uh, had a miserable game. Miserable. Yeah. Awful. And I don't think LSU even has a good defense, but he just uh, just shot the bed. I had to put our G-chat on mute because before the game even started on my stream, you were like, classic Jalen, first play of the game. He threw it out of bounds or something. <laughs> like, yeah. get sacked. Yeah. 
Um, I'm like, yeah, this is not going to be good. Uh, Joe Burrow, man, good as good as advertised. This is going to be a fun. Uh, I ain't, I still ain't impressed. He fucking scored eight touchdowns against Oklahoma. Come on, come on. You can't score eight touchdowns in a fucking video game. You can. You can, he says. You can. <laughs> you can. I mean, I can't argue with that. He says you can do that, Sean. <laughs> you can score eight touchdowns in a video game. <laughs> no, but your point is made. Uh, Burrow had a really good day. <laughs> Orgeron is ready for this fucking game. You know what, guys? I don't like to admit I'm wrong. But here, in front of you guys, our families and the Lord, our families are all sitting behind us, mm. by the way. Hello. Um, they always are. The I am ready to completely, at least for the offseason, flip the script on Ed Orgeron. I'm just going to give him a pass He's for still this a year. fucking clown. He just gets a pass. But I love him. But I can take that pass away. He likes his team. Mm-hmm. And yeah. his team likes him. Mm-hmm. So, Hankins, I'm admitting to you that you were right and I was wrong huh. in the way you you have approached Orgeron and the way in the way I have approached Orgeron. That's one on the board. That brings a cumulative score of <laughs> you know I'm re- I'm ready to, one and fifty seven. I'm ready to say, and we'll expand on this in the offseason when we revisit our predictions. I'm ready to to declare the Hankins curse over. Ooh. Oof. I don't know about that. It could come back. Oof. Just like my past for uh, Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. It it's like, you know, uh how when you get AIDS, mm-hmm. like it can like Magic Johnson could have a flare up, right? Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Weather gets like this, my AIDS just pop up. <laughs> it uh, could also just be the ketchup sweats magic, so make sure you see your doctor. I'm high on that catch. Ooh. Uh what's gonna happen, LSU Clemson, on January thirteenth? Ugh. I know what'll happen. Clemson's defense will show up. Mm-hmm. All the talk will be about Joe Burrow. He's having his magic season, eight touchdowns, and yada, yada, yada. He will uncharacter- uncharacteristically, characteristically, characteristically mm-hmm. make some mistakes. Yeah. Uh, Clemson will cash in. Clemson will be the national champion. Clemson's got the defense. Defense always travels. What, Offense does not. What, Even it'll be New Orleans, I don't care, Clemson will win. What you're describing to me sounds like a like six to ten point win by Clemson, yes. but the true score index is gonna be like seventeen to yeah, twenty. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hankins. I literally agree with one hundred percent everything he said. That is what I've said every time someone has asked me about this game. Um I'll add the caveat that fucking Hunter Lawrence is undefeated. Trevor Lawrence, not Hunter. God damn it. Hunter Renfro has really, he really has, <laughs> has lodged himself into my brain. He's the mascot. Um, <laughs> he's Chubby Zorro. Uh, but he's never lost. Nope. And I think Free just laid out a scenario um, that that is, of everything we have seen from college football, mm-hmm. what Free just said is the most logical and likely outcome, and I agree with him. Um, the the only other option is that LSU blows them out too. I don't think LSU can win a close game because I think if the game is close, then it yeah. everything falls yeah. to Clemson's favor. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I, my official stance is I stand 100% with Freezer. He's going to win it again, 
and our hell will continue for at least another year. It could We could be in a scenario where we're the only one who can kill this beast, and I don't know if we can kill this beast other than by hiring its coach, and that is the worst possible thing that could ever happen to me. I would, yeah. Um, I, you guys take the words right out of my mouth. I mean, that is, uh, that's likely what's going to happen. That's what I think is going to happen. And Hankins, I, I don't know what's worse. Clemson having a 10 year reign like we did or yes, us hiring them. That's worse than anything. <laughs> At least if, if they hire Dabo some point in the next, you know, five years. At least I'll be prepared for it, and I can I can come up with a strategy that allows me to to uh, to, uh, to enjoy the team and not the coach. But if Clemson is the dominant thing, I can't I can't live in that world, man. I just I, I don't understand it. I don't know how to function in that. Everything's wrong in that scenario. So, go Tigers. Mm-hmm. Which Tigers? Hey-oh. Which Death Valley? Hey-oh. Oh, yeah. Both Death Valley. I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 148 of Throw the Flag. Uh, season finale. We'll be back next. Ooh. No, no, no. Because they don't play this Monday. They play next Monday. Yeah. We'll do a. F- yeah, it's not the Ooh. season finale. This is the penultimate okay. finale. But we are so we're going to record one more time before that game. We, we kind of so, have yeah, to, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Um, okay. Well, you know, one forty-eight of throw the flag, uh, guys. If you like what you're listening to for seventy-five minutes now, um, tell your friends. They earned. They earned it. They really did. They earn did it. earn this. They one. really did earn this one. Uh, tell your friends because we thrive on word of mouth. That's right. Um, where can they go to, to talk to us, Creel? Illinois.gov. <laughs> Make sure you frequent that website and also check out check out us at, check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Oh, we gotta get a TikTok. Twitter, man. yeah. TTF football. Uh, th- uh, TTF Network. TTFnetwork.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At Gmail. TTF oh. football on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Throw the flag network at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And of course, most importantly, patreon.com slash TTF. That's P A T R E O N slash Tango. Tango. Foxtrots. We love you. Away from home. When you were singing the song, you'll never walk alone. <laughs>